This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. Thank you for stopping by. Man, I've been going through a music documentary festival here. There's a great new one out on HBO, Listening to Kenny G, that sets out to explore why the music of one of the best-selling instrumental artists of all time is both revered and reviled by so many. New Yorker calls it an ironic masterpiece. The saxophonist and composer, known formally as Kenny Gorlick, is the best-selling instrumental artist ever. He's identified with a single kind of music, of course, smooth jazz. Here's a quote from him in the documentary. I'm just playing my instrument the way I play it. I play it differently than other people play it. I write songs that are different. I do what I do, and everyone's got a right to say what they want to say. You're a little bit younger than me. Was Kenny even G a Kenny G even a thing when you were a kid? Yeah, he was. He was the butt of the joke when I was a kid. It was like considered bad music uh, or old people music, but it wasn't <laughs> ever something that we're like, yeah, put on some Kenny G and play Nintendo. There's so many. There's so many things in life that some people hate. And some people think are okay, right? There's all these things. But Kenny G is one of those like lightning rods, right? People either hate him or love him. There's really not like an in-between. Yeah, I think when someone is wildly successful and it's outside of the box, people hate it. I mean, uh, Coldplay is famously hated just for yeah. for doing what they do. And um, they're not traditional like rock and roll, but they're talented and people are... And at some point, like the myth becomes reality. Like, yeah. And so I think he's kind of turned into what everyone said he was. But I mean, he's he's laughing all the way to the bank, I suppose. So could we just go back to the A's reverence Gallagher? Remember the guy who used to smash pumpkins? Isn't yeah. he one of those guys like revered and also loved at the same time? Yeah, like Carrot Top. I so, mean, everyone is going to openly say Gallagher's terrible or, or Carrot Top's <laughs> terrible, but he's selling selling out his show in vegas and so there is some appeal maybe uh it's only when you're in vegas and no one can know that you're doing it but like if if it's a common household name like they're doing something right so i'm going to start off with it to lobby my case for a giant thumbs down for kenny g because the documentary starts this way The, the person goes tell me what you love about music and this is kenny g's answer very first part of the documentary quote I don't know if I love music that much. (laughs) I guess for me, when I listen to music, I think about the musicians. I just think about what it takes to make music and how much they had to practice. So Kenny G, one of the best-selling musicians of all time, doesn't like music. I mean, when you admire what someone's doing, does does it matter what was in their heart? Like, do you care if Drew Brees loved playing football? If, like, they're performing, does it matter? Like, is it more important to you? Like, if Bono is more concerned with saving humanity than he is playing Viva La Vida, like, do you like him less? I mean, I I get your point, but I don't think that makes me like him less. Well, it does for me. The backstory always matters to me for whatever it is, artist, writer, lecturer, whatever. If I think the guy's a jerk, I've read stories about him, I'm way less interested in that person. So you're less likely to spend money on their product because of who they are. Yeah. Uh, so he's also 
something Kenny G also said is like he gets a lot of flack for he's going to damage the reputation of traditional jazz because he plays it differently. And I don't know if that's necessarily a point either. I think people are uh, kids get off my lawn. You're doing something different and successful, and I don't know how to deal with it. So I'm going to say you're ruining the reputation. I think it was 2019 when um, what the the cow old old town road came out. And that was on the country charts and all the country people are like, this isn't country. You need to get out of here. So I think people uh, like people's like getting upset. Well, I'll come back to that. But I would Ooh. say that Kenny G is not a jazz musician. And he would say that as well, because in traditional jazz, right, whether mm -hmm. you're Brantford Marcellus, you're a big name. If you have a jazz band, you go perform and all of the members of the band take turns performing. There's the, Kenny G. I mean, uh, Marcellus might improvise the most but the entire if you go to a kenny g show the only musician that solos is him so therefore he's a pop musician not a jazz musician which doesn't matter anyway e either way but he's a pop musician not a jazz and i think he would agree with that as well yeah anyway i just i always find it interesting when people get riled up over something that i, I find to be uh, benign well that was my original question as well. Like, who's got time to get mad about Kenny G? Like, who in your life? I, I get it. Right. But um, once again, watching this documentary, he, he did infuriate me the longer he talks. Because at one point he says, like, he just wants to be the best at everything he does. And he says this, how am I going to become the best father the world has ever seen? I'm going to start studying it. So and at one point in this interview, he they kind of like they go cut and he turns to the interview like, how am I doing? What can I do better? But you just seem like, dude, chill out. I think anyone that's a performer, though, like has some version of a, a need to be accepted. And so like he, he probably has it to more of an extreme. Are you threatened that he might be a better father than you are? <laughs> no, everybody's a better father than me. Who can you know, I, I have no but it's just the fact that he like wants to be a perfectionist that everything is like, dude, chill out. I mean, I want to be the best at everything I do. You just don't have it. There's not a documentary on me. <laughs> so maybe if you watched my documentary, you would uh, be less likely to buy my product. You know what? There's a couple of things that are surprising about Kenny G throughout this documentary. They have him performing at concerts. Maybe this will shock you. Maybe it won't. But like the crowd is 50, 50 white and 50% black. Like black people and white people, I've never seen this phenomenon until I went to a Steely Dan concert once at the Greek Theater in Berkeley. I walked in, man, I was in, like, I thought it was like Yacht Rock. It's only going to be white people. No, 50% of the audience was black people. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I don't ever really think about that too much. But yeah, that's, that's interesting. The main thing that bothers me about him is his nasty, curly, long hair. It's gross. It's, it's the Jew curl. He mentions that in his, in his, uh, he's like, I'm a, he kind of Clive Davis founded, found him in a jazz band and started mm. marketing him as like amongst the African-American music crowd. Mm. He's like, I'm a Jew with curly hair. Like, how am I going to break into this market? So it's kind of funny. Clive Davis is a interesting person. Have you seen his documentary? Oh man. It's oh, outstanding. Like four years ago. It's called Clive Davis, the soundtrack of our lives. People oh, check that out. It's he, unbelievable. He is the most influential person in music. Well, you, you see that more in this Lionel documentary, Richie. right? Because Kenny G is just a sax player in this jazz band. Yeah. And Clive Davis is going to see the guy 
this jazz band. And he's like, that's the star in the band. And he totally picks Kenny G out of nowhere to be like that. And then turns out he is the star. Yeah. He, it's has, amazing. A, he has a need for acceptance. So he'll, he'll work as hard as he can. Okay. This is the last thing. Kenny G's song going home has been used for the last 30 years as the universal sign. It's time to go home in China. Everybody knows throughout the country of China, you go home when Kenny G's song going home gets played. Wow. Is I've never heard that. I don't, yeah. that. I don't know what that means. It's been like, I think they play it on the loudspeakers. If you're at a party or at a bar, wow. wherever you are in China, that song comes on. Everybody goes home. Kenny G knows no bounds, I guess, is what we can take Seriously away from this. weird. Well, <laughs> if you like what you've heard today, please reach out. That's outstanding. You can find us at Reposted Podcast. Oh, that's Facebook, so good. Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew. Oh. Boy, Kenny G. Oh, so Thanks good. for stopping by. <laughs>